After finding the remains of 215 children at the former Kamloops Indian Residential School, Touchline Thoughts would like to take a few minutes to acknowledge the land we are on. We pass on our deepest respect and love to the lost children and their families, as well as the Indigenous, First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people, who through our history of Canada have undeservingly lost their land and lost their voice in our country. As we record this podcast, guests and ourselves reside in three major cities in Ontario. We acknowledge each one now. We would like to acknowledge the land on which we gather and in which the region of Peel operates. It's part of the treaty lands and territory of the Mississaugas of Credit. For thousands of years, Indigenous peoples inhabited and cared for this land. In particular, we acknowledge the territory of the Anishinaabek, Huron-Wendat, Hudunishini, and Ojibwe Chippewa peoples, the land that is home to the Métis, and most recently, the territory of the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation, who are direct descendants of the Mississaugas of the Credit. We are grateful to have the opportunity to work on this land, and by doing so, give our respect to the First Nation inhabitants. We acknowledge the land on which the city of Toronto resides as the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now the home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. We also acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 and the Mississaugas of the Credit. In Ottawa, we acknowledge that we are standing on unceded Algonquin Anishinaabek territory. They are the past and present caretakers of the waterway and land that we call Ottawa. We are grateful to have the opportunity to be present on this territory. Now, over to your Touchline Thoughts episode. Welcome back to Touchline Thoughts, powered by the Garage Door Sports Network. We are now sponsored by J&J Creations. Are you looking to get a gift, a piece of clothing, and or other customized items? Check them out on Instagram to place an order and speak with their design team. J&J Creations can ship across Canada and can also provide pickup options. Shipping costs are subjected to Canada Post. J&J Creations, where you can customize anything and everything you need. Uh, today's show is going to be a little different. I know we haven't seen each other in a while, but it's going to be different. We're going to go back to the off the bench segment where we'll cover five of the major stories because there have been some major stories. So we'll catch you in a bit. Okay, so we're bringing back the top stories of the week. Why don't we start a little soft and then kind of move into the two major stories of the week. Uh, Let's start with Manchester City women's team. Um, We'll keep this quick. I'm just surprised they've been eliminated in the Champions League. They've been struggling in the FAWSL. They've been okay in in their FA Cup version. But it has not been convincing. Arsenal absolutely blitzed them. They lost to West Ham earlier today. Like, do you know what's going on? Because this is a different trend. I, I, I'm i really surprised because they have the same amount of quality, if not more quality this season than they had last season. Mm-hmm. Like they're, you know, player for player, just as good. And I will, who did they play in the Champions League round? Real Madrid. Real Madrid. So they had a tough draw with Real Madrid, mm-hmm. although... 
I think I had picked City to come on top in that in that considering how well they did last season. Right. Not surprised. I mean, they. I don't know. It, it when you look at their lineup, like they've got some of the best players in the country, the best players in the world. Yep. And they just can't seem to put it together like they did last season. What do you think is the problem? I, that's the thing. They brought in uh, Lasada. They brought in Shaw. Right. Um, Stanway's just improved significantly. Alex Greenwood's yep. still there. Our Canadian Janine uh, Becky's still there. Becky, like this yeah. team, Jill Scott's coming off the bench of Demi Stokes. This team is supposed to be, okay, maybe we're over-exaggerating because it's been six weeks of the season, but they've won win in four matches. And that Which, and they should be title pressing at this point. And well, I think the thing is, Spurs should not be in the top four. They're probably oh, a top five, five team, but they've figured it out. Is this, do you think they're kind of like a, a, I don't know, like the France men's side where they look fantastic on paper, but come game time, they always just kind of never reach their full potential? Yes and no, but it still doesn't make sense. You can go all the way back to April where they were thumping teams 3-0, 8-0, 5-1, 4-0. And then the season starts and you're like, what are you doing? I don't know if it's the paper thing. I I just, I don't think the manager knows what he's doing. There was tactical situations in the Arsenal game that I was like, why aren't you pressing? Why are you letting Viv, and we love Viv, but why are you letting Viv have ample of space on a wing having the ability to cut in. Um, Nikita Paris didn't even start, and they were still outplaying them on the wing. Down the middle, they were fine. Um, well, Man City's they're currently sitting in ninth out of 12. Yeah. Which is wild. Yep. Does that, do you think they're going to make a coaching change? Well, they're going to have to, no? Like, I, I agree, because it's not the players. Like, they don't need to be bringing in players. They don't need to be getting rid of players. Like, they have the players. I maybe do a for, maybe a formation change because I don't think yeah. I don't think Ellen White up top is working right now. Maybe she needs more support. It's it's like the issue that Chelsea had, like the men's Chelsea team that had a couple of days ago, where they didn't have a connection between the midfield and the striker. And it's evident yeah. that there's that massive gap of creativity. Again, early in the season, but also a huge question mark because they should be one, two, three. Yeah, I agree. Or four at least, not nine out of twelve. Like, no. come on. Like we they're have pretend relegation than they are to the, the title, right? And like they're they're one, they're three points ahead of the other three teams that are under them, and they have and those teams don't have any wins because I mean, I Reading. Kind of so interesting about football, though. Like you have one of the arguably you know better lineups in that league, arguably the best lineup in that in that league in the in the English league right now. And they're, like we said, closer to relegation than they are to a title. Which is scary. Which is very scary. But like to full credit to Arsenal and Spurs and Chelsea and West Ham and and having very good seasons. But on paper, again, you're right. You look at paper by paper. um, Like it goes Chelsea, Arsenal, and then I think City has the the next best lineup. For sure. Jeez. I don't know. It just blew my mind and I thought we'd, we we could quickly discuss that, but. It's. I don't know. It's, and you've got like, who else is up here? Yeah, you got West Ham, you got Villa, you got Brighton. United's kind of in the middle too, which surprises me a little bit. That's, I'd actually expected them to be in that four to six range. So maybe they're, they're technically tied for 
for six there. But yeah. But when you coach, no Tobin Heath, no Christian Press, I think that right. they really missed them. Um, they do lack creativity. What do you at make times. of a oh, question? What do you make of Tobin's going to Arsenal? No, she's already at what Arsenal. I'm really sad that she went over to Arsenal. <laughs> You're telling me that United couldn't give her a contract? They dropped the ball, I think. You know what I also find like hilarious is Casey Stoney doesn't have a coaching gig, but she's always commenting on part of like the, the commentary team yeah. when there's United games. So it's like, oh, Skinner should do this next and play this player like this. And I'm like, just go back to your job. Just go back. Yeah. We'll take you back. Um, <laughs> they need you. <laughs> they, I, I'm, I, they botched that. I like, how do you lose? Like, I understand they wanted to go back to the U.S. Heath and press there. But if Heath is coming back, how are you not offering her another opportunity? United should have been, and maybe they did. We just don't know about it. But they should have been the first bid on her, you know, because they saw what. She is a lifelong Arsenal fan from what I gathered. Sure. So I get it. But, yeah, but she would the not. There, you're, you're going to go, you know. You're going to get money from any of the big clubs. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know why. Can we can we attract like Alex Morgan to come up to the FAWSL and play for United? Because I think that would be very nice. She tried for a hot second and I don't think she liked it too much. So No, I don't think she liked the culture up here. No, no. no. But that's, that's kind of a botch on United there too. They've been okay. Like they played good against Reading in the first game I watched that and then yeah they're kind of tapered they'll probably compete for like a a fourth fifth place sort of finish I don't think they have the quality to to be a top three side yeah last year was their biggest chance confirmed yeah yeah all right (laughs) any other thoughts on uh City or any other no I mean I hope they can pull it together I mean I'm a United fan so I hope they don't pull it together but for the sake of we got some our Canadian over there. I hope they do pull it together. She's been playing well. They just can't break teams down. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a team sport for a reason, right? Agreed. Agreed. Okay, let's go to the next story. Uh, Sheriff in the Champions League. Dun, dun, dun. Beating Real Madrid 2-1 at the Bernabeu. Uh, Kyle and I covered that yesterday uh, with the graduate sports a little bit, but I want to hear your thoughts about it. That was nice, no? Uh, Yeah, and surprising. Like a little bit of a like dark horse coming through there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't pick that. I don't know. I don't know if you've done your like table or you know, kind of who you're who you're picking for uh Champions League and stuff, but didn't see that coming. Choice, wasn't my choice to beat uh Real Madrid, that's for sure. Nope. Well, you know how every year there's a Cinderella team? Could Sheriff be that that Cinderella team? I mean, we're not at knockout yet because then we won't know, but Right. Considering they've they've beat Shakhtar, yeah. they've beat Real. If they go into the San Siro and beat Inter, that would be wild. But like at the same time, I'm also saying that they can win three games the way United did last year and lose the next three and not For make sure. it through. So For like that's sure. still a possibility. So maybe they're not the, the Cinderella story just yet, but two wins way, out of two. It's a, that's a huge upset for sure. Like yeah. I, I mean, I'm impressed. I don't know. Like you said, they could win three, lose three, and then they don't make it through. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, I'm always cheering for the underdog in the dark horse. So I would love to see them them get through there. But Agreed. So you, you watched the game, right? I didn't watch the game. I caught the highlights on BT Sport. And the you captain, it. it was, if, if Sheriff's goalkeeper wasn't on point, 
they probably would have lost that right. game. But I thought Sheriff pressed Real Madrid. They took away spaces. They were hard. They were first on the ball. It just looked like they probably should have won this game if they had more firepower. Maybe they could have scored more. But that second goal by Sheriff, whew, just off the volley. And like, I don't know what Thibaut Courtois was doing. I know there was pace on that ball. But like, yeah. I think he should have had a little bit more of his hand on that. For sure. For sure. But sometimes you just got to look at it and say, nice. It was a nice goal. Yeah. It was a very nice goal. And a well-deserved, well-deserved win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if Real Madrid didn't get that penalty, which whatever, you, whatever. You, they would have won. Yeah. I agree. Um, but Real Madrid also needs to hit the hit the drawing board. And for sure. They speaking of another Spanish team, let's move on to the next story. Um Barcelona. Dun dun da. That's three dun dun dun's in a row. That's we've got three dun dun dun. Um, but they, you look, dun, 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 dun. they have a really bad dun dun dun. I think you know, I'll get your thoughts on it next, but yeah, Real Madrid and Barcelona both losing in the same match week. Yeah. And not looking good in either of those games for both yeah. clubs. Are we seeing a change in terms of the dy- dy- dynamics in European soccer that where the Spanish teams are going to take a little bit of a break and we're going to see more of the English teams, we're going to see more of the German teams, the well, Italian teams? The thing is like, like Barca's been a powerhouse for a long time, right? Yeah. But they've always had, I mean, not that they don't, like they still have quality teams but or quality players but i think the the messy era at barca is over and i think that's making a huge difference Mm -hmm. like because i think he was such a and obviously before him as well but i think it was more of a cultural thing like playing for barca like it was it became it's a culture it's a lifestyle it's and you you see that with messi and 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 those players iniesta and all those players right Mm -hmm. But now Messi's gone. You have kind of those like legacy players who aren't necessarily there anymore. I think you're losing that culture surrounding the team. And I mean, now they're talking coaching issues and things like that. So, and they're talking money issues. Like it's, I'm sure those problems were there before, but. Well, there's no direction. And I think because there's no direction, people are finding issues within the club that have been there for years. Like we can argue that, that we can argue that once Iniesta left. I don't think Barcelona had a direction. It was just lucky because Messi's like, all right, everyone put all your weight on me. I'm going to carry right. you. Right. Um, and that, that's just a huge testament to how much of a fantastic and maybe a goat he is in the game. Exactly. Um, and I'm not a huge fan of his, but I can respect the fact that you take him away and look at, look at what Barcelona's doing. There's nothing in that team. Right. And again, yeah. I've told you this before. I don't think Ronald Koeman is the right manager for Barcelona. I agree. I don't but he's also been put in a very shitty position. For sure. I mean, it's it's hard when you're a coach and you're thrown into a situation like that where you're losing players, you're losing the, your identity player, for example, like Messi. He's the identity player for Barcelona. Like when yeah. you think Barcelona, you think Messi. Yeah. You lose your identity player. Your club is under major scrutiny. You're having issues when you go into that fucking super league. So you're getting scrutiny for that. There, there's issues with your owner. There's like, he's not put into a great position, but like you said, I don't, we don't necessarily, he's not necessarily the right coach for that job. No, maybe well, okay. he was good for the Dutch national team, but so was Frank DeBoer for 10 seconds, you know, like that doesn't tell me. anything. <laughs> and you hate him. So 
Okay, so who would be talking coaches and coaching change? Who would be your pick for for the Barca job? Not a former player. I agree with you on that, and I know we've talked about this a few times, but not a former player. I think maybe go in and take Manuel Pellegrini from Betis. I think somebody who understands the game, the Spanish game, understands how to win because he's won in multiple areas. Right. Bring him in. Right. Also, I think you know tossing Brendan Rodgers' name in there. Um, he right. he has the ability to change the culture of a team. He did it right. at Liverpool. Right. He's doing it at Leicester, albeit Leicester yeah. maybe not having a good year this year. But, sure, but it's he's still- come in and he knows yeah. how to change the culture to say, we are going to win. Like he said this to Liverpool, my goal here is to win because this is the, this is the reputation of the club. Right. He can go into Barcelona, play the tiki-taka soccer. He played the, the passing soccer, play the, the nice fluid football that they are used to playing and still bring that back into the Spanish team. Right. That might be a good manager if you're looking to build. Right. But I get that sense that they do not want to build. No, they just want to win. They're not going to win. They got, well, they got they- absolutely destroyed against Atletico with Luis Suarez being like, hello, I'm back. Well, and that's the problem. They're so used to being on top for so long, and the club is so used to being, you know, destroying clubs and destroying Champions League and – and being the best of the best, like, oh shit, we're playing Barca. And now it's like, okay, we're playing Barca, you know? Like, it's going to be a hard game. They've got good players. Obviously, they have some of the best yeah. players in the world. But it's not the same team it's been. Yeah. And you can I go, You can go man-to-man with any of their players now and shut them down for the rest of the game. Exactly. exactly. Well, and they don't look like a team necessarily right now. Like, yeah. and, and I think that's a big problem. And, and that 100, for me, that 100% has to do with culture, the culture in the club. And because you look at like, I don't know, teams like Leeds and like um, Leicester, like when they were, when they won the Premier League, the one season, do they have the best players in the world? No. Were they coached and playing together like a a team? Absolutely. And I think that's what Barcelona needs right now is someone Mm -hmm. like Brendan Rodgers who can come in and change the culture and say, okay, we need to be a team at this point because we have the talent, but it's mm-hmm. just not working. And he can do it with with freaking Joe Allen in his midfield over at Liverpool. He can do it with Coutinho because he knows what to expect from that kind right. of player. And that's why I my argument for not having a player coach, like a former player coach, is, is that they don't understand how to change a culture. They've just, you've been a player involved, yes, but being a coach is completely different. They don't have the experience. They don't have, because when you texted me the the list of like potential coaches, I was like, oh my God. There's nobody there. No. Claudio Ranieri, are you going to bring Ranieri? No. You've got to pull someone who's, who's at a club right now. Like the available managers are not going to cut it. Like do a trade. Coleman for Rogers. (laughs) Plus 6 million. Throw, with gonna, no money manifest it. there's no money involved because barcelona has nothing um <laughs> apparently if they fire coleman it's a 12 million dollar amount that they owe him something oh, like that. that they've got so, no money right now. so unless there's mutual agreement <laughs> coleman stays i don't think the players dislike him no i don't think that's it at all and i don't like I don't think it's from him. I think it's like, it feels very much like a club versus team issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you know, you have your, your president and your 
um, GM and whoever, whoever fighting with the the team. Like, but yeah, there's like, like there's no cohesiveness. Normal. There's no transparency yeah. between. And yeah, yeah. So like it doesn't I don't know. feel like it's a coach versus players. It feels like it's a team versus club. Right. I, mean, I don't I think don't, I don't know the ins and outs of it. I but. don't think I I would want to be in that dressing room or in that environment. But again, as long as they don't mess up the women's side, I don't really care that this team's struggling. It's true. And that, that's the big problem. <laughs> that's the problem. When the men's teams start to crumble, the women's teams are the first to crumble. So. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, let's take away every resource we have so we can pay off this coach. And you're like, but why? They just won the Champions League last year. Yeah. And they're still one of the best teams. So yeah. And Jenny's there. So you can't. You can't Jenny. Make- um, who would you bring in though as a manager i i don't know i don't know because like we're saying can they afford to buy a decent manager at this point i don't think so mm-hmm. well they've been linked with javi and under uh andrea pirlo and right we to me that doesn't make any sense absolutely not we saw pirlo pirlo needs more experience i think he could be a fantastic coach could they go get Antonio Conte out of curiosity? He left Inter, mind you, because they didn't give him enough money to, to revamp the team. Yeah. Well, okay. But he wanted money to revamp the team. This team is pretty vamped. Yep. You know, like, I don't think he needs money at this point to to buy players, to bring players in. Like, I don't think they're necessarily missing. Like, there's no holes, you know? Mm-hmm. You just need these players to be when they're playing at their best. There's no holes. So if you can get a coach who can, like we said, change the culture and you know make the players play at their best, then you're not you're not bringing in players. No. So yes, I think that could potentially work, and I think his style and his team culture might be a little bit more fitting. He would put everyone in their place. For sure, one hundred percent. It would and clean this up. Thing. So I, that could be rather interesting. Now I don't know if they're gonna do that, but no, they're they're afraid that he's gonna do too much. He'll, he'll yeah, and they want it. Sound it feels like they want a coach that they could maybe control a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like the club is making the decisions, not the coach. Which is not well. That's why they didn't. They don't keep their coaches for too long. Right. Well, that, I think that goes to show, like, like you've got Sir Alex Ferguson, who's coaching at United for how many years? Since 87 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So that tells me that club is invested in that coach, is invested mm. in that team. And they work with the coach to, they have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're losing coaches every two, three, four years, you you're don't constantly have- changing. Yeah you're changing the environment, you're changing the culture, you're changing the style, you're changing the locker room, you're changing mm-hmm. everything. As soon as you bring in a new coach, everything absolutely changes because they all have their own uh, rules and styles and yeah. uh, um, locker room etiquette and you can't listen to music and you can't listen to music, like all those things. So your entire culture sh- shifts and yeah. that puts a lot of strain on on clubs mm-hmm. and teams and players. So barca's got some issues they've got a lot of issues and if they're going at brendan rogers for example i I do hope he gets the opportunity to to change everything there because he has what it takes maybe for maybe for three years like kind of build that foundation and just then let him move on to something bigger i think that could be very interesting it could be 
Um, fourth news topic. We'll do this one quickly and then we'll head to a break if possible. Sure. Um, yeah. But Glenn Kamara of Rangers was subjected to racist booing once again um, in an Eastern European country. Uh, mind you, Sparta, uh, Sparta Prague had already been in trouble previously to the point where they were allowed to have adults at the game and only kids under 14. And I don't care if they're freaking teenagers, they're children. Um, and even with that, Glenn Camaro was racistly booed. Uh, chants were the same. And what, what caught my attention was the fact that Sparta Prague have asked Rangers to help stop what they called xenophobic attacks on the children who booed Glenn Camaro. I'm just reading up a little bit on the... Yeah, that's fine. I think... Children? I know! Like... And the fact that Sparta Prague has the balls to tell me that Rangers is an issue? No, 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 no. How many times can I say no? No. No. Like, it's just... I... I have no words. Sorry. I don't even know what to say. It's like, it's like they, it felt like they were trying to do something like good for the the kids to come to the game and yes. Okay. Whatever. Who is teaching these kids this bullshit? Because that's not, again, is this a cultural thing? Is that like, we talk about culture. This is the culture of unfortunately an Eastern European country. And I'll give you another example in a hockey league in the Ukrainian hockey league. Some guy made monkey gestures and peeled, unpeeled a banana in front of a black hockey player and told him to go eat it, basically. And he was suspended for, hold on. So they didn't clearly state this, but they're like three games plus 10. It didn't make sense. The ruling was absolutely dumb to the point yeah. where the general manager of the hockey league got fired because he was trying to stand up for the player that was subjected to the race. That also, that blows my mind. If, if like, let's say, um a coach is st- standing up for a player or a gm or a how are how is that the person getting fired the person who should be banned for life from the stadium from the league from whatever is that fan those fans who are causing who are doing the racist gestures or yeah. being the banana or whatever it is like that fan should be banned fined done you're done you're out of it it shouldn't have it should never have to do with the people who are trying to improve the situation mm-hmm. i say no fans i say no more fans for this club they do not get revenue from from fans i agree Done. i would agree Done. i would agree i think that's that's got to be fair like if you can't control your fans then you're not allowed to having fans can i, can I just what can i just add this lie this is so bad okay. uh, sparta thank the children for a wonderful and unique atmosphere Stop. Is that a is that a real? Yeah, I will send you the article from the Guardian. A wonderful. They're like we asked the representatives of Rangers FC to do their part to stop the xenophobic atmosphere directed towards our children, our beautiful country, and its inhabitants. What the fuck are they? That's some bullshit. They didn't say that. That's some bullshit. Are you kidding me? No. Kick them out, make them relegate, get them relegated, do something. Kick them out of Europe. 
you're yeah. banned for Europe for five years until you fix the culture at your club yeah. in your country. The yeah. fact that the prime minister's like, we're going to go to the UK and, and tell Scotland to fix their crap as well. I don't think the issue is at Scotland. I think, yes, yeah, maybe I'm Scotland, maybe the Scottish FA needs to intervene and start protecting their players a little more. All colored players need to be protected a little bit more. Yes. 100%. I agree. But this is just, this is what makes me mad. God, Eastern Europe's got some shit to deal with, man. Let me tell you. But, you know, you know. Oh my God. It, like, I don't think the children were creating a good atmosphere, man. There was 10,000 children. It was a unique and special atmosphere. No no if you're booing no and again again if they're whatever six to 14 or they're oldest age of 15 that those are things you have been taught yeah because that you know 16 17 18 19 maybe you're making a little bit of your own more of your own decisions but right at six seven eight nine ten eleven that is something your parents have taught you or your teacher has taught you or your friends are doing it so now you're yeah exactly you don't have that capacity to make the change but i don't think i don't think people would call out children because children are are children like no one's gonna say anything against them but the fact that ten thousand were doing it that well that's a thing like okay maybe not all ten thousand but if 90 percent or plus were doing it that's still an issue well and and it's with kids, I mean, with adults too, but with kids, you know, you've got one guy going, uh, boo, and then his friend goes, boo, and then the whole group is going, boo, you know what I mean? Like, See, I understand boos. Yeah, because you're like, but I, you know, it's more, what were they saying? They were booing and jeering and yelling at him every time he touched the ball. Yeah, of course. I, I read something that someone was screaming at him, like, you're the reason you're the reason we can't enjoy football or something like that. Yeah, because uh, I think there was an issue with another player a little while yeah. back and, and stuff like that. So there, there is history with Glenn Kamara and Czech Republic. And again, you can't clap with one hand. So there's probably issues happening there. But excusing racist comments and turning yourself into a victim yeah. makes absolutely zero sense to me. Um, and on that note, why don't we why don't we head into a break? And when we come back, we've got one of the biggest stories of the week and probably of the year. Um, and pull um, up, guys. Have some time for this. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey guys, it's producer Jake here from Benning House, the Garage Door Sports Network's ultimate degenerate gambling podcast. Catch our episodes weekly on Apple, Spotify, and Google as we bring you banter, laughter, and of course, picks for all sorts of games throughout the week. Give us a follow on our socials at BettingHousePod, where you can catch all our bets each week, as well as some bonus content. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Let's get rich. What up, guys? It's your host, Nick McVicker, and if you are looking for a weekly sports podcast to fill your sports needs, you come to the right place. Garage Door Sports hosted by myself, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji brings you all the up-to-date news, notes, and opinions on everything in the sporting world. If you like good conversation, good friends, and a lot of jokes being thrown around, you've come to the right place. Don't forget to check us out on all your favorite streaming sites, and we will make sure we bring you content every Saturday right here 
on Garage Door Sports. So we're back now. We've got, as Irfan was mentioning before the break, we've got one of the biggest stories of the year. Um, if you don't know what's going on, there's a little bit of a scandal surrounding the NWSL right now. Um, the I believe the last name of the coach is Riley. He's just been released. Um, oh, yeah. What has been released, what we know of, is there's been some sexual assault. Did they classify it sexual assault? Sexual co- coercion, coercion. Yeah. Um, yeah. verbal abuse um, with just, some of the players, yeah, just forcing all people. around yeah. bullshit um, to some of the players that ha- has, it's been going on for years. Um, they have finally addressed the problem, although the players, okay, I'll sum this up a little bit better. Okay. Um, so there was two players who were, I don't want to get their name, their names wrong. Let me make sure I have them right. I'm going to pull up the article. Um, They were sexually coercion. They're calling it, I think. Um, Riley was doing, the coach Riley was doing very inappropriate behavior, having them, buying them drinks, um, getting them super drunk, having them come back to his place. Um, having them come back to his apartment, saying sexual things to them, asking about uh, having sex with players, asking about their sexual preferences, mm-hmm. um, making uh, teammates make out in front of him, yeah. having girls come to his room for video sessions, his hotel room, for example, um, things of that nature, which, as everybody should be aware, is very inappropriate in a any setting that is professional. Um, honestly, I'm disgusted. I read the article. It's about 19 pages. If you get the chance, read the article. I'm making my way through it. Yeah, it, it, no, for me, it's absolutely disgusting. And what's even more disgusting is that these girls reported it. They reported it. They filed complaints. They did everything they could. Alex Morgan's involved. She helped some of the players like report the incidents when they were happening. Meanwhile, I believe this started... 20 no 2014 is when the the first story sort of came out with uh fairly um but it started in portland major in portland Portland. but the the with fairly it had been going on way before that because she was on riley's team for i think the third time at that point yeah because she played in the wps which is like the it was before the NWSL, it was kind of like the semi-pro pro league at the at the time. She had been playing for under him then and with a couple other teams. He also convinced her. Oh, I've talked about this with some of the girls on my team. She had the opportunity to go to the US national team camp for the 2011 World Cup, I believe mm-hmm. it was. Yep. And Riley convinced her that she was letting her team down that um, she's, he was disappointed in her for going to the national team, that um, it's a, like a slap in the face to her teammates and all the work that they've done for her to go to national camp. Uh, meanwhile, there were no games being played when she went to camp. As we all know, it's, it's like international break. There are no games being played. Um, so she didn't go and she didn't go to the World Cup because she was so scared of the the hold that he had over her and what she thought he could do to her career which is 
for a league He's that not fights the only for involved, I right? Will say. But but for a league that fights for empowering women athletes, female athletes, um, ex athletes, um, this doesn't scream empowerment at all. I'm. What really gets me fired up is that they reported it. And meanwhile, there is no players union. There's no players protection. There's no reporting system put in place at the time. Let's say, well, there still isn't to this day, but at the time there wasn't. So these girls had to figure out how to report the problem. And I think they went to the commissioner at the time mm-hmm. who was, what's her name? Baird? Baird? Yeah, Lisa Baird, yeah. Who is a female for starters and did but fuck nothing. Excuse my language. No, it's fine. Who did nothing. And we even talked about what what did she put at the end of the email? Like thank so, you for Yeah. So uh Fairly, uh Sined Fairly, I hope I'm saying her name right. Um she sent a huge email on April 28th, 2021. And the response after everything going, you know, we take our safety seriously, blah, 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 blah. This is our policy of creating blah, 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 blah. And she ends the email with, thank you again for your email. And I wish you the best. Someone's telling you that your league has sexual assault or sexual harassment or sexual coercion. And I would even count it as rape because it wasn't consensual. 100%. 100%. So how? How are you not taking this seriously? You should, the answer should have been, thank you for bringing this to light. I will investigate it because it is wrong. Well, and, and I, when I was reading the article, there was something that said like she had reported this a a while ago or, or had mentioned a while ago. And, and they kept saying, we're going to investigate, we're going to investigate, we're going to investigate this further. And then when she asked them like recently or, or whenever to to know what what's going on with the investigation what are you investigating they said they they can't disclose that information to me that screams we did nothing it should have been contact us let's meet let's get our lawyers involved so we can work on there's different ways to attack this and i understand there's politics behind the situation i understand there's safety i understand that it's if it's secret or top secret information you can't be sharing it but again, and this to me, this tells me the league doesn't give a shit. One hundred percent. And this is not, this is not the first time. And this is not, unfortunately, the last time. But this is not the first time that this coach has done something. There has been multiple issues, and I'm sure now that this has come out, like I think in the article it said, there's 23 other players that can confirm, but they didn't want to say their names. They're probably right. still playing in the league, and they don't want to, which I fully understand. They need to protect themselves too, right? But we want to hear their stories. They need to, hopefully they have the, the capacity to share their stories. Well, at some point there needs to be, the league needs to look at and create a player's protection union or a player player union or um, something that can protect these players so that they can say these things and not it's not going to affect their career and their playtime because every, I will tell you, every female, because the female game is totally different from the men's game. The money is different we are not protected. If, if I have an issue and I make shit with the club and the coach is like, you're not playing, I don't get paid. You know what I mean? Because I've made a little bit of an issue. And then other people hear that maybe I caused an issue in the club, but let's say it's sexual harassment. And I file a complaint with my club saying, saying whatever 
the third assistant coach has sexually harassed me. And the coach finds out we don't want to deal with this problem. You're benched for the rest of the season. I'm not getting paid. I have, I've got no, uh, who do I go speak with now? I've, I've, if I'm in the NWSL, I've made the complaint to the club. They didn't protect me. Now they're going to say to other clubs that they're not going to want to pick me up because I've caused an issue. Like it, it becomes like, it's like this endless thought, like this endless cycle of like, I can't say anything because now my, my career is going to be finished, you know? And it's, it's, I don't know, to me, it's just disgusting. And I mean, I've been in situations with coaches that I've been super uncomfortable or I've been, been verbally harassed. I've, and every, so many players will tell you this. And it's like, where do you go? Who do you tell? Because as soon as you say something, you know, your playtime's getting cut, um, which means your salary is being affected, which means your, your whole life now is affected by this because when you play soccer professionally, like that, that's your job. That's your life. That's what you think about with what you do every single day. So it's like, I don't know. I could go on a rant for this for a freaking hour. No, please do. Because it gives me a chance to listen. <laughs> Cut me no, off at any, any moment. No, and I but the, see the thing is, this is something that I don't know anything about because I'm not in this circle. Right. right. Um, but a lot of people don't know it unless you're involved in the game. And when it's in the game, you sweep it under the rug for as long as you can. Exactly. Exactly. Um, because, like, as a player, if I know these things are going on, and I don't want to ruin the rest of my career. Like, I'm 24. I could be playing until I'm 30, whatever, right? I have 10, let's say 10 more years of playing. Right. If something happens to me tomorrow, I'm less likely to say anything because I don't want to ruin or potentially destroy my career mm-hmm. because I because this thing happened that my club is not going to protect me or my so, players union is not going to protect me or there isn't a players union to protect me. Do you have a players union right now? In France, there is. Like a players um, association. Okay. And in Italy, there was a players association as well when I played okay. in Italy. I'm just thinking because the NWSL doesn't have one technically, right? right? So does this kickstart something? And, and I'm looking at Alex Morgan here. I'm looking at Megan Rapino. I'm looking at the leaders of the league. Do they create something now? 100%. I think that's the next thing we're going to see is uh, Rapino might do it herself, create some sort of a players union. I know there's talks about the players going on strike. The games were canceled this weekend. No games are being played in the NWSL, um, because of these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the players are, are trying to, trying to do something as players now, but there's no one to go to, to do something like they, you can see how I don't, I don't want to say corrupt but that's kind of what it feels like the the hierarchy of the league is right and there's literally no one that they can go to to tell these problems because the woman they thought they could Baird or whatever her last name is one resigned forcefully left got fired because she should be after they, what, they pushed her out yeah 100 and that should be stated the league should say well, they said we accepted her resignation. Right. But they should be saying, the, the statement should be, we accept her reg- resignation. Maybe she did quit yeah. or whatever. They should be saying, we do not accept this behavior. We have, we're, we're letting her go. Like We've we don't released, want to. We've released that. And we hope for the best in her future. 
exactly something like that right that should be how Mm -hmm. it's handled not we accept her resignation to me that's still like I don't know it's still burying it a little bit it should be the league we see we recognize we're listening we do not condone this behavior we are getting rid of anybody who does Mm -hmm. starting with the person you reported to who didn't do anything period good and I'm sure those players would feel like, okay, now we have support from the league. Mm-hmm. But they don't. They don't. There's See, no- some of these players have been confiding in teammates, former teammates, national team teammates. Right. But it doesn't come out until somebody actually blows it up. Well, and that's, thank God they did. Because this, is, this isn't just happening in the NWSL. This happens everywhere. This is like, it, it, you'd be shocked. At the, some of the stories, like it, it happens everywhere. But it doesn't and, surprise me anymore. Which and is that's, that's, that's what scares me is that men and women's games, I don't think it should be allowed. I don't think there should be a male head coach in a league. At least for, or, you know, cut down the number. Right. You have, well, you have, to do at this, you have, like, sorry. Continue. No, I was going to say you have white men making decisions again for the, group of people yeah which is wrong and then when you give someone lisa beard an opportunity to be a leader she strikes out and that's what frustrates me and i i said this before that's what frustrates me more than anything is they went to a woman they went you know she's whatever the commissioner at this point right at the time they went to a female, like as a female, you should be saying, okay, I, I hear you. I understand. I'm going to do everything in my power. Even if that means losing my job to make this right. Yeah. And, and if they, and if they fire you because you're doing the right thing, that's not on you. That's no. on the league. And that's, 100%. that's what will force the league to go through their issues. Now it just makes it seem like she's the problem. Right. And, and we don't know behind the scenes. Maybe she tried and she couldn't or whatever. Did she we get an know. assistant to write that email? Because <laughs> it could be one of those situations where it's like, hey, there's a complaint. Get your executive assistant to write it for you. And they kind we, of- We suck. don't know. We don't know right? behind the scenes what happened. But at this point, she's going to take the blame. And I don't think Investigated she's- Investigated to a conclusion in 2015 right. so you're telling me but then be, uh, the coach wasn't renewed by the thorns because the thorns recognized that what he did sure, was but he also got a job somewhere else in the and won and was consistent there's here there's one quote that i'm as i as i scroll through this is on page four um somebody was asked about the culture he brings and he goes he really commands the kind of social culture he wants on the team one player who played for him in portland said he has the authority people don't really push him on it Everyone accepts that's how, just how he is. You're trying to survive in his hierarchy. So he comes in. How you do what you're told. He is, people call him, it's like God. Yeah. That's not. That's disgusting. That's not right. Like That's disgusting. Like I've had a coach pull on my jersey and tell me I'm not playing well. And I've also told him, I'm like, you can't grab him like that. Also right. got benched after that, but I don't give a crap. Right. So think about this. This is your life livelihood. Yeah. This is your life. This is how you make your money. This is what you love. And you feel you can't say anything because you're going to lose it. Exactly. I think there's, I think that's a, that's a load of bull crap. It's disgusting. It absolutely. And it's sad because I, 
I know people who are experiencing it, who are experiencing it right now, maybe not in the NWSL, maybe in other leagues. Yeah. And I, and I've been there too, where last season, for example, my coach would say something that is, I do not agree with, I don't think is appropriate and is just abusing players mentally, not physically, mentally. That's still abuse. Yes. For sure. But you can't say anything because the president wasn't going to do anything. He agreed with it. Um, you're not going to Here's play. the culture we've created. Like it or leave. Exactly. It, that's what it is. And it, it, a lot of the time it goes down to, you're not mentally tough enough. I'm sorry. When you're calling me fat every, every two weeks, when you're telling us, when you're weighing us in every morning, telling us we need to lose weight, when you're, when you're screaming at us, telling us we're terrible people, that has nothing to do with me playing football, playing soccer. That has nothing to do with the game whatsoever. Exactly. This is the person trying to condition you in a certain way. Right. And that they're telling you you're not mentally tough enough to deal with it. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think it comes down to the mental tough part. It just comes down to the fact that the person telling you that is an asshole. Exactly. And then the fact that they can't see that. And I think that's what the NWSL now is realizing. And it's not just uh, Riley. It's... Mm -hmm. It was the Washington Spirit coach as well. Yeah, Burke. Who I've heard terrible things about, my I add. From, I have some friends who played there, and I, apparently it's just an absolutely abusive culture in there. Yeah. And there was one other person who I don't remember. Who, who, in, this, in, in this article was called out. Yeah. Oh, there was an owner of a club. I don't. I did just kind of briefly touched on it in the article and the owner made the players call him daddy. What is this? The 1800s. It, and that's even scarier at being an owner. You know what this, your check. these are two comparisons I'm going to make and they're probably wrong. So correct me. But sure. the first, this feels like these, these men are watching porn videos or something like that and trying to manifest it into their real life and not the good manifestation that Paige and I work not on. our manifestation. And the second thing, if you've watched the show, the, mo uh, the, the TV show on Apple TV Plus called The Morning Show with um, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Weatherspoon, and um, shit, what's his name? Steve Carell. Yeah. This screams the exact same story. It is. But they and put it on TV. And the guy goes, I didn't do anything wrong. It was consensual. She was not comfortable. Well, okay. I, I'm literally just reading something here. I'm, I have the article up. And it says, um, when, when Flash Vice President Aaron Lines, who hired Riley, wrote in an email, prior to his hire, the club, okay, this was after he was released from Portland. Yeah. Um, which... I'll get to your point in a minute. Um, prior to the hire, the club was aware of the internal investigation involving Paul while he was the head coach of the Portland Thorns. No unlawful activity was found through the investigation and the flash followed all league protocol in the hiring process and contract approval in conjunction with the NWSL league office. So as you said, like you said, well, I didn't do anything illegal. Well, he said that in multiple emails in his thing that... If I bought a, if I picked up a beer temp or um, I had a drink with them or I told them nice things, that doesn't mean I was into them. And it's like, but if more than one person's telling you this, yeah, 
There's well, no like, way a group of people kids. are just going to sit around and say to you that, hey, let's ruin this person's life today because that's yeah. what I woke up to do. Yeah. Well, and it's like when guys say, when a guy's coming on, let's say you're sitting at a bar and a guy's coming on you really strong and you call him out and they're saying, oh, I was just being nice to her and she thought I was trying to get with her. You know, exactly. you were trying to get with her, you son you know of a gun. exactly what you're doing. And this coach is the same. He knows exactly when he's opening the door, having them come into his- Giving them room. nicknames exactly calling them pet names when you have them come into your hotel room and you're wearing your underwear when yeah. you're come on God. Uh, why these are the type of people that can't be in the game so what's the move for the nwsl right now there's association yep fines 100 percent. fines and not just to to these people I'd be coaching licenses. Yes. Don't allow them to be fines to the clubs, fines to the previous owner of the Flash. I don't know where they are. Fines to the Courage, fines to the Portland Thorns, even though they let them go. Still, if you can't protect the safety of your players, and we talk about you know protecting players in situations in multiple situations, if you can't do that and you can't feel safe going to work. In something you want to work in, but. like it's not just it, like, like I said, people are like, "Oh yeah, you play professional soccer." No, it's it's your life. Like, like playing soccer consumes every single minute of my life. What I eat, when I sleep, uh, training schedule. Can I can I go to the mall today, or am I too tired? Like it consumes your entire life. So when that, let's say, joy. Because you do it because you you like it, I hope, you know, when when that joy of going to training every day is taken away from you because you have to deal with this disgusting coach that you see every single day, mm-hmm. it not only consumes what you're doing, let's say for work, it consumes your entire life. Because like yeah. I said, it's playing a sport for your job is not just I go to training, I go home and I, I separate the two. No, it, it's everything you do. So it's not just, okay, I can compartmentalize and try and separate it. No, you can't do that. Like it's Mm-mm. every, you have now, by being this disgusting human being you are, you've not only taken this portion of joy, but you've consumed this person's entire life. It's just, I don't know. It just, if that made any sense. But. It did. And the quote that stands out to me is that moment changed my whole life for Ellie said, as a person and as a player, I was never the same. The fact that you know, a lot of people don't recognize that you're a player for a professional league, but you're also a person living in the same environment. You're two, you're technically two entities in one. Yes. You don't mm-hmm. have the ability to split it up. Like a desktop, for example, you have the ability to go into work, leave and be your own person at night. Yeah. When Paige tells me, hey, Earth, I got to do this today, this today, this today, but I'm also going to go squeeze in a little break for myself, but it's all related to this. You're a person and a player together. There's no ability to split. You know, when they tell you for your own mental health and your own self-care, you have to be able to split your environments. Professional athletes, I don't think get that opportunity to do it. No, because even like trying to figure out what I'm going to eat for dinner tonight is based on, do I have training tomorrow? Do I, it's not just because like, I can't just go eat McDonald's because it makes me feel good. And I want to go eat McDonald's. I got to train tomorrow. I can't run from eating McDonald's like you said it's 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 all consuming and I 
apologize to these girls that they're these women that they're the thing that they loved was ruined it was tainted it was destroyed and it was taken from them and we saw it in usa gymnastics we've seen it in like if you haven't seen athlete i checked that out on netflix it's very similar um larry nassar is the was the doctor yeah. if you don't know what that's about and sexually assaulted sexually abused raped a bunch of girls and they couldn't say anything because they wanted to play they wanted to be on the u.s gymnastics olympic team and if they said that anything, needs to change yeah and it's the same thing here it's the this is the same situation these girls want to be playing that you want to be playing you don't just want to be on a team you want to be playing and they want to be playing and enjoying it and they're just going to have to shut their mouth and do that which is not how it should be. That is disgusting. If you want your career to be successful, I'm going to be the coach and do what I want. And you're going to shut your mouth and do what I tell you to do or else I'm going to ruin your career. We don't want those people in the league. We don't want those people in sport. I want them in society. Put them in <laughs> Let's purge them off. Because <laughs> by law, if he's convicted, <laughs> he goes to jail, does he not? I don't know, because they said in their thing they didn't find anything illegal. I I don't know if he goes to jail. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know the legal, what their rights are and what, what is consensual and what is considered non-consensual. I, I don't know. To me, he should be in jail. I think that's disgusting. I think, like we said, it's sexual coercion. So if you can be put in jail for that, I think you should be. Agreed. Break his balls or something. I'm cool for that. Sounds painful, but yeah, let's do it. Jeez. Uh, but this this story's been it's gonna develop more. I think we're gonna have well, we're gonna hear more players come out and speak, I think. And I hope we do. And I hope it's just not the the two coaches or three coaches mentioned in the article, but more. Yeah. Like I wanna hear about hell if it's a national coach doing the same thing. 100%. Even on the men's side, I want to hear about it because then you start to think that this is something that happens on a daily living. It happens in daily life. For you sure. Know, bosses pressure their young assistants, vice versa, you know, or very or a male assistant, whatever. Like there's always something like that happening where you feel you can't say anything because you you feel like you're on a contract or you're gonna lose a job. Or if you stand up for yourself, you might not have the next step and then when you go for a reference they're told sorry this person's problematic and you don't get a chance to explain yourself exactly exactly it's the exact same in sport you know it's a coach hears that you're problematic and they're not going to take you no matter how good of a player you are you know and problematic is reporting your sexual assault yeah and a couple of these cases they're early 20s yeah like I think she was 24 when when she yeah. was at Portland. The other player, Shim, was 21. Yeah. That's disgusting. Like these 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 athletes haven't even gotten out to the real world. They're probably still relying on their parents for support in little things. Majority fresh, of them. You're fresh out of university at that point at 21. Like you're just finishing school. You're playing your probably first professional season. And and that's again, how you like, start your career. And what I said, you want to have a long season. You're hoping for a long season. You're hoping for to be playing for 10 years at that point. You know what I mean? And like that one incident, like she said, ruined her, changed her as a person and as a player. And that's, 
to me, that's incredibly sad. And I've said it before to friends and we've girls I played with have all talked about it. A coach can ruin your soccer experience, whether it just be a bad coach or, or a good coach or whatever, like a coach can make or break your, your experience with the sport and can make you quit the sport make you leave the sport. And unfortunately they've impacted in such a negative way that it's changed these women's lives, which is disgusting. There was one owner who told Shim Wilkinson, I can't, doesn't see what team during the expansion draft in 2014. And this, this guy tells her, we don't talk about being gay or having pride. We play soccer. Again, who? Wh- You're getting this from some guy with a testosterone. Whatever, man. Like this, this is why, you know, whenever I talk to you or talk to, let's say Haley or Shireen that was on the show and I go, I'm sorry, that my, my group of people suck ass. Like, I don't know what else to say to you. Like I <laughs> apologize on behalf of my gender. <laughs> I apologize for 49% of the population, the entire world or a piece of shit. Like, I don't know what else to say. And it just breaks my heart because I cheer for these athletes. I cheer for these people because I, you know, I love the sport. And, and to again, hear like these stories, I, you go, yeah. Why? Well, and I, it's people. It's okay. There was this great speaker that came to my university to talk. Her, I forget her name, but her, her brand is called Set the Expectation, and she was raped in by football players at Oregon State. And um, her whole thing is she comes in to talk to the males because if females could stop rape, we would have done it already. So it's illegal who, to carry mace, unfortunately. And the people who are going to change the narrative are mm. unfortunately men. Like we females cannot do it ourselves, you know, like it has to be men who change. So, or change the narrative, right? It's the same thing in this league. The, the girls aren't asking for this. They're not, the players are not asking for their coach to be an absolute creep. Mm-hmm. It has to be from the coaching staff who are men, the assistant coach who's, potentially a male the owners who's a male they need to be making the difference they need to be the one saying that we do not accept this behavior and change it Mm -hmm. again if the players could they would have done it already you know yeah but the fact that you have to go tell someone that this is wrong yeah to me it's like how are you raised if this happened to uh an important you know, female counterpart in your life, how would you react to this situation? Right. And it's like, that's why they teach you empathy. And I go, you know, if somebody did this to my mom or my sister or my godparents or whatever, I would be like, yo, where's my baseball bat? Cause I bought a metal one for a reason. Let me take a swing. Yeah. Right. And I'm not kidding. I have two metal baseball bats, a club. Like I'm like, anyone messages with people, I will fucking take a swing. Yeah, I believe um, and, and 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 I hope I don't get in trouble for that. But I would take a swing because to me it doesn't. It, you know, my mom. My mom tells me that you got to be respectful. You know, that's the first thing you got to do is you got to be good to people. You want kindness, you give kindness. Mm-hmm. Don't take advantage of someone. If someone says no to you, that means no. Yeah. Even if it's like, oh no, I don't know. That means it's no. Not. If it's not a yes, I a want yes, this. You want to go for dinner? No, I don't know. That's a no. How about I buy fries and then that's how you eat your fries and then that's a different story. But <laughs> the point being, I think I think this comes down to moms as well around the world and parents as well. Is 
do not tell your kid that if someone says no to you or this is not appropriate. But then you, but then you talk about male culture, male sports culture, and male, male frat mentality, and you know, hey, my boys are doing this. Let's go. I'm gonna do it too. And I've been in that environment. I a little bit disagree with your like. We got to talk about the moms and the culture because you can still raise your kid to be a good kid, and they go to university, they get in that frat culture, Mm, and and then they forget about everything. Exactly. So I think it's. I, I'm it's a combination of, of, of parent involvement but also the culture like okay. a coach has to tell you boys this cannot be done exactly and, and, and that probably probably for the next 20 30 years you got to keep putting that into your into your um every day we're having sensitivity well, I, training gonna this, I'm gonna throw this onto the the guys the men listening the men in the leagues the men in the thing you have to be the one to set the expectation for the males in in these female leagues and yep. the male leagues but we're just talking about the female leagues right now because that's where the 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 issues are you know blaring yeah. is i've said it if women could change it they would have all done it already agreed agreed so we need the male owner the male coach the male assistant coach the strength and conditioning coach whoever is there witnessing it or if i go confide in you you need to help change the narrative. Like you need to help change the culture because the Riley, for example, got away with everything he was doing because nobody with authority stepped in and said, you are doing what you're Well, doing. he was successful. So if there's success right. and there's winning That's pedigree coming in, they're not going to say anything. Exactly. And it can't be that. Like the owner of the club, I'm sure it's a, it was a male. Yep. Would you have said, I don't care that you're winning. We're protecting our players. We're getting rid of you. Your behavior is unacceptable. We, if you have the right players there, you can win anything. Yeah. So I think, I think going forward there, they need a player's union. That needs yeah. to be a thing. And I bet you it's going to come from, like you said, like Morgan Rapino, kind of the vet players. They're going to be doing a lot to, to create that. And I think they have the, the power behind them to do that you know what i mean like they've got the the fan base they've got the mm-hmm. um, i want to hear i want to hear christine sinclair come out and say something because she yeah. was on that 2014 on that 2015 yeah. roster with morgan and tobin heath and a lot of the top players at the time i want to see canada's captain come out and say we are starting this union yeah yeah She's and quiet. i think I think, yeah, but I think she she also has the star power to do that. Like she has the the potential to do that. Yo, if she sneezes, Canada will say bless you. So yeah, that's what I mean. She's got that. And I, I hope she does step up and do that. I hope, you know, I'm sure Rapinho and Morgan and them are all gonna be on that too, which is which is huge for the league because you know, they're kind of the they're the messies of the league, you know. So they're the voices. I mean, yeah, they know how to speak up and actually get what they deserve. Yeah. And but the I fact that we have to fight for this, like to deserve it, is just it blows my mind again. And I hope for all the leagues going forward, they are looking at this as an example of what not to do. And hopefully most leagues already have. If not, they're going to be making a players union to protect players and specifically like reporting, like they need a, a department just for reporting misconduct and and a protocol for that, you know, like that should be the first thing that they start to create because you'll see more of it. This is not the first and this is not the last. So PA, 
training, teaching people. Yep. Every job should be, it should be mandated in every job. Yeah, 100%. It should be in your People take it as a joke and they skim through it. And I go, yeah, but you're learning something. So eventually you start thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, A lot to read. A lot to read. A lot to summarize. And, um, you know, if there's something that. On this matter. Yeah. And if there's something that Paige and I have said that you don't agree with or you want to add to the conversation, please do. However, there's a limit to what we will take from anybody is if it's bad which i don't think we've ever gotten anything no bad but if you say to me well you know we won and blah 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 and you defend the culture we will have a nice conversation with you because it's a welcomed conversation but be careful how you say things we'll educate you don't worry we'll educate you but also you know like reach out to people and ask them questions um if you have if you know females playing soccer Speak to them, ask what their experience is like. I'm sure you'll be shocked what they, especially younger females, what they think is good coaching. Yeah. Being verbally abused most of the time. So, and there's a, there's a limit and, you know, we're going to have some people say, oh, it's just, you know, it's tough coaching. No, no, there's a There's a difference between tough love and let me comment about something unrelated to soccer and make you feel like crap. I'm okay with a, a coach bench me for making a bad pass and be like fix it next time okay sure but why do you have to make a comment about how i look or how i dress or what my culture says or how i smell or can maybe smell is an issue but oh well you know what i mean like there's there's a difference between tough love and assault i agree so from the nwsl we'd like to see a players union we'd like to see some sort of um um penalties for all the people that were involved in this um, we'd love to see more stories from the players to really get a good idea of what what's been going on. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to see the the men in the league stand stand up because you know I think it's really great. You know we've got Angel City who's mostly female run at this point, and I think that's going to be a fantastic organization if the NWSL can stay afloat. Because I've heard there's going to be some issues right now because of the the general manager because of all the issues coming out with the teams like some teams are on the verge of potentially folding so man that's another problem I hope not I I don't think so I think you're gonna get a lot of um because the U.S. is such a big um the U.S. the females in the U.S. I think are gonna like those female athletes not just the soccer players like the the uh, Serena Williams and whatever they're gonna step up to the plate on this. I I just feel it. So because I hope they not, don't fold. No, I, I I don't think so. I I hope so. If I you're mean, gonna fold an American team, bring it up to Toronto, bring it up to Montreal for sure. And and unfortunately, that could be the demise of the potential Canadian teams. But fingers crossed. Um, but we need to see change first. So yeah, I think our thoughts to all the players that have gone through this. And please, 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 if you have the ability to speak up and share your story i'm all ears i know Paige is all ears we're, yeah, we're gonna definitely. do what we can to support you um in terms of next steps at the professional level um we hope something comes up we, we do, really do and we'll be looking out for it and we will definitely update you guys if we get any more information on the issue but for keep sure. yourself educated for sure so great um i guess that kind of does it for today uh any final thoughts before we sign off um 
any happy thoughts <laughs> trying to think of a happy it's thought been We've a heavy had, it's been a it's been a heavy week in terms of that yeah. but um keep supporting sports man like soccer in general hockey if you're supporting it but support you know the smaller athletes in the leagues um you know people who don't have a voice yeah like advocate for people like you know you see something wrong say it you don't like something say it um oh and get vaccinated because okay fucking vaccinated guys i'm sick of this shit (laughs) uh, apparently professional players don't want to be vaccinated and um breaking laws you know i talked to my okay real quick i talked to my mom about this because she's sick of the anti-vaxxers as well she's like when you had a baby you you got your baby the vaccines that they needed the polio and the whatever the chicken pox absolutely not oh i said the same thing no idea when those were developed you have no idea no idea you know what it is it's um do it or else sort of situation and people I think the privilege that we live in, especially in a Western country, um, it's a, it's, it's like, it's just, you're privileged. You're, you're lucky to get what you're, what you have. And, and people don't want to be told. It's like, you know, I always compare it to the wear a shirt, wear shoes, wear socks, wear pants, wear clothes when you walk into a restaurant or, um, you know, gas station, whatever that, that sign is, you yeah, have no a problem shirt, following no shirt, that. No service, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You don't have a problem with that, but you have a problem when someone says, Hey, put a mask on. Here's a fun fact. Um, so my dad works in a pharmacy and he was saying that they've had to throw away, um, you know, some medications because they've expired because the flu season actually wasn't bad this year Yeah, because people wore a mask. People socially distanced people people washing their hands people were taking care of themselves and recognizing the fact that they were not and he's like so you know some medication just expired and they were like a two-year expiration date and they had to expire and we're like at least we don't have the flu going on with covid at the same time not that it wasn't there but um these they're like these masks are saving us and again we probably need more more studies to show this but on the surface hey man i feel good shut up take your vaccine i'm sick of it go wear a mask and not those freaking plastic masks have you seen those like uh clear plastic masks oh, that yeah. look like this but there's like space everywhere in between yeah, and the them hot like, air is just like breathing out sir i can sneeze on you i can sneeze on you. i can feel your breath <laughs> and like how do you tell people that because everyone's going to start shit and then take a video of it and it ends up on I'm social media issue with everything i'm just this is not the problem. The problem is there's other things. There's global warming. There's poverty. There's sexual assault. There's homelessness in Canada. Go fix yeah, those. Wearing your mask is the minuscule issue that you need to deal with. If you think that that's a problem, then you have the privilege Direct to. Direct your energy elsewhere, please. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. That's my final <laughs> Me too. We're going to uh, get another rant. Uh, well, we'll... Um, any positive tea news or any drinks we can recommend for for folks listening? Maybe we'll leave it at that positive note. Yeah. Um, drink some Rubus. That's my tea of the week. I love Rubus. We've talked about Rubus before, but I have a mango yeah. one. Delicious. So Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I would nice. recommend. I tried that peach tea from the box that I was showing that. It's very good. Go get go drink peach tea. Nice. Um, uh 
Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Give us a like or leave a rating. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, which is at touchline th. Uh, for Twitter, it's at call for underscore page and then at our fun manji for the two of us. Also, don't forget to follow our network at Garage Door Sports and check out garagedoorsports.com. Thank you all for listening. Stay woke. <laughs> See you next match day. Cheers. Thank you.